Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, greetings, fellow lovers of old time radio. Welcome back to the podcast. I've got a good play for you guys today from a program that we have not yet aired on the podcast. And so super excited to get into that with you. Wanted to remind everyone to look for a new play every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three times a week now, we are putting out a brand new episode of the podcast. So be sure to look for those new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As I said, I've got a play for you guys today from the Mole Mystery Theater called The Creeper. Real briefly, the Mole Mystery Theater was a 30-minute anthology radio program that ran from 1943 to 1948 on NBC prior to its moving to the CBS network, where the show was then altered to center around a single character, Inspector Hearthstone. The show was initially sponsored by the Mole Shaving Cream and began airing on Tuesday evenings during primetime. In 1948, Mole ceased sponsoring the program and its title became simply Mystery Theater. The show featured stories of mystery and suspense and boasted performances from up-and-coming actors such as Richard Widmark and Frank Lovejoy. All right, so that gives you a little bit of background behind the Mole Mystery Theater. Let's go ahead and get into today's play. This one stars Charlotte Manson, and I will say a few words about her after the play today. But for now, sit back and enjoy from the Mole Mystery Theater, The Creeper, which aired April 11th, 1947. Mystery Pit, brought to you by M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skin. (laughs) 
Jeffrey Barnes, welcoming you to the program that presents the best in mystery and detective fiction. Tonight's play is a modern melodrama with the emphasis upon terror and suspense. It's entitled The Creeper and is the story of a mysterious killer of that name, an unknown madman who terrifies an entire city by a series of murders. And just who is the creeper? Well, answering that question is the challenge of tonight's play. And Joseph Ruscoe, the author, has cleverly fashioned a story deliberately designed to fool you. So be on your guard. You've had fair warning. Gee, Mr. Barnes, I'm scared before we even get started. And now for tonight's Mole mystery, The Creeper. of a New York apartment. A man and his wife listened to a morning news broadcast. New York. The unknown killer called the Creeper has struck again, adding a third female corpse to his toe. Virginia Peters, a comely waitress, was found strangled to death in her third floor apartment early this morning while her radio blared. As in the previous murders, a note was found scrawled on the wall with the victim's lipstick and the plea, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. Police insist... Oh. Why'd you turn it off? Oh, uh... Oh, awful. And in this very neighborhood. Let's hear the rest. It intrigues me. Oh, you. Don't go turning that radio on against Steve Grant. I've heard enough. Go out of my mind, for heaven's sake. That's it. That's a good, solid clue. What is? For heaven's sake. How many men ever use that expression? Oh, shut up. Okay, Mrs. Grant. Pass the biscuits, my little pigeon. Pass the biscuits. Eat, eat, eat. Three women in three days murdered in cold blood by a mad fiend right here in the Heights. I'm too sick to go out, too scared to stay in the locks broke. And he sits there, eating, eating, past the biscuits. There's nothing wrong with my appetite, my love. Well, of course. That's because of your job on the police force. <laughs> well, when I even think of it. Some men drink to escape. I eat. Escape what? What? An ugly tongue, a beautiful face, and a roving eye. In short, a wife. <laughs> You're starting that again. You and your crazy jealousy. Maybe that's the creeper's way of escaping, too, Georgia. No. Oh, shut up. Go ahead and get a divorce. Go ahead. I help it if men look at me. I don't know why you come home at all. Where do you go? What do you do with yourself? Where were you this morning, and why'd you come back anyway? To eat. <laughs> Someday I'll lose my appetite for that, too. When I do, my dear, there'll be no escape. Well, now I'm off again. Kiss? Uh, You're using stage lipstick. I'll wipe it off. How many times must I tell you? You're married now, uh, remember? Steve, wait. Yeah? At least go buy me my medicine. Sorry, no time. Oh, don't leave me here alone. Stay home this afternoon. Please. I'm afraid. Ah, don't be silly, pet. Nothing will happen to you. You've a doorman here, an elevator boy, Mrs. Stone across the hall, a phone... They're safe enough. Yeah, but the night lock, it doesn't work. Well, now you can't lock me out anymore. Something's happened to it since last night. It doesn't catch. I'll get a new one. Well, I can't get a locksmith. I've tried all morning. Oh, oh, please. Oh, all right. If I want to phone you, where will you be? Out. Goodbye, my dear. Take care of your cold. <laughs> Thank you. 
and lovely young with admiration. <laughs> Say that again. Used to be on the stage, you know. Yeah, I think I knew her. Wasn't her stage name Georgia Dixon? Oh, that's her. I love that watch, but... Ah, women. How's a guy handle them? Maybe the creeper has the right method. <laughs> Thank you for taking the words right out of my mouth. Who is the creeper, Steve? Any angles? You tell me, and I'll split the reward with you. <laughs> now, there's one thing, though, and I don't think even the police have put it together yet. Yeah? In all three cases, just before the creeper struck, the door locks had already been tampered with. Oh, sir. Yeah. You got a theory? Well, sure. I mean, uh, take that note on the wall. For heaven's sake. In every case, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. Right. Now, what man uses an expression like that? The long and short of it is this. The creeper is a woman. <laughs> a ruse. Just like the height of the message from the floor is a ruse. Six feet. And yet I'll lay your odds. The creeper's no more than a guy your height, say, or mine. Five nine, just like us, you and me. Only, uh, crazy. How do you figure that? How do I figure lots of things? How do I know where the creeper's gonna strike next? You do? Certainly. The creeper's not so smart, he's just crazy. You play along crazy, see, and you won't jump ahead of him. That's the trouble with the police, why they're up a tree. You expect logical clues from a madman? No, you play along crazy, make out you're the creeper. What's your compulsion? Go ahead, let's see. All right. The victims are all redheads, every one. You've noticed that, of course. Three and three days. Now that you... They all lived in the heights, right? Agnes Martin, Jane Krutsky, Selma Davis. Right. What was the number of the apartment in each case? <laughs> Agnes lived in 1A. Jane, 2B. Selma, 3C. Don't ask me the why or the wherefore. Don't ask me the logic. Just play along crazy. You see what I mean? See where he's going to strike next? Mm. Oh, get what The you... next victim of the creeper lives in the heights. She's a redhead. Her nightlock's been tampered with. She's going to get hers today. And her apartment number is 4D. Well, why are you staring at me? You don't like my arithmetic? Why are you staring? My wife's a redhead, Curly. We live in the Heights. Our apartment number is... Ah, you're just a boozy reporter. <laughs> Your uh, apartment number? 4D, I told you. Uh, 4D, of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll have it delivered. I was busy buying your lipstick, Mrs. Grant. I've nothing like it in stock. Uh, 4D, I should have guessed it anyway. Why? <laughs> Face is a number, believe me. Since you've moved into the neighborhood, Mrs. Grant, for me, it has a, it has a special number, like Double Dandy Delicious Dream, 4Ds. You see? Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'll bet you tell that to every customer, female. I'm a ladies' man, like the creeper. Huh? Uh, oh, 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 
what did I say? Well, what's going on in this block? Uh, raw nerve, you, you can't joke. The, the creeper, the creeper, that's all I hear all day. It's Mastelia. Oh, there ain't such an animal. Yeah. You don't think so? I assure you, Mrs. Grandy, is the fairy tale. For circulation of the tabloids. I'll send your prescription up for the boy. Oh, no, no, I, I just wait here for it. Well, it'll take some time. You should go right home and stay there if you're getting over the flu, believe me. I'll deliver it myself. It'll be a pleasure. No, 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 wait. I, I may not go right back. I don't want to be there all alone. I, I'm afraid. Oh, very well. Uh, suit yourself. Uh, have a seat. <coughs> For heaven's sake, stop me before I feel more. What? I cannot control <coughs> Wait! That paper's note I had reference to. I'll touch a very dead... Wait, Mrs. Banks, your prescription! <coughs> Mrs. Bass! Mrs. Bass! Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm just down. What's your hurry, dear? Oh, I, I just got such a scare. I think all these awful murders in this neighborhood. Yes, isn't it terrible? You're walking home? Huh. I guess so. I'll go with you. It's good we live in the same house. At least if I had a double lock. But the night one doesn't work. Can't get a locksmith. They're all so busy. But don't you worry. We'll stay together this afternoon till our husbands come home. Think of it. We've never visited, though we live right across the hall from each other. Isn't that like a big city, for heaven's sake? Or would you rather I dropped in on you? Well, I... And make it yours, then. Isn't it terrible? The ghastly things they're saying, the theories. One doesn't know what to expect next. You believe the latest? The latest? That maybe it's the woman, the creeper. A woman? Can you beat it? I can't imagine how in the world the police figured that, for heaven's sake, can you? Well, I... I don't know, I... I was just thinking of something my husband said. Though I can see where a married woman now, if her husband was faithless, say, or perhaps only weak, no will of his own against a vile, cheap thing in skirts. And if the wife, say, was merely getting at those female homebreakers. Well, I can understand such a theory. Because you take my husband now. You've met Mr. Stone, haven't you? Oh. Why, Mrs. Grant, why on earth are you staring at me like that, for heaven's sake? Uh, I don't feel well. I must get home at once. I feel faint. But Mrs. Grant, for heaven's sake! As the curtain falls on Act One of tonight's Mole Mystery, the big question is, is the creeper a man or a woman? Come to think of it, a man wouldn't use the expression, for heaven's sake. Would he, Dan? Well, no, Mr. Barnes, but there are times when he might say a lot worse. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And now back to Jeffrey Barnes and Act Two of The Creeper. Georgia Grant is in terror that she is to be the next victim of a mad killer known as The Creeper. She suspects everyone she meets, both men and women. Now, in panic, she dashes through the streets, unnerved after an encounter with a neighbor, Mrs. Stone. Good afternoon, ma'am. Oh. Out shopping? Oh, I... You're the new doorman, huh? Yeah, just relieving Charlie. Uh, nice weather out. Uh, help you with your packages? I don't know, thank you. Uh, let me ring the elevator for you. No, you don't have the trouble. Oh, no trouble, ma'am. There. Apartment 4D, huh? Why, yes. How'd you know? <laughs> Doesn't take long. Going out? Ah, yes, yes. Up and down, up and down. The ups and downs of life, that's me. I'm a living milkshake, Mrs. Grant. Ah. Uh-oh. What's wrong, Jimmy? Stuck. <laughs> Imagine getting stuck between the second and third with a production like you. Get going, Sonny. Do you want me to report you? <laughs> okay, okay. Can't you take a joke? Maybe I, uh, I misconstrued that smile you always give me. Maybe you shouldn't ought to smile that way. Fourth floor. Let me out. <laughs> if I drop in later, would you be more receptive? Oh, oh thank goodness, little hat. Must have going out of my mind. Key. Where's my key? This darn lock. This darn locksmith in yet. Well, I want to know how soon I can get my lock changed. Yes, of course I left my order. Hello, Georgia. <gasps> Don't Why you foolish me. You want the whole house to hear? Yeah, that's better. What are you doing here? I'm playing along crazy. What are you talking about? How'd you get in here? <laughs> Alias Pearly Valentine. Take it easy. You have nothing to worry about. I've come to protect you. Give me the phone. Hello? Never mind about the lock, thank you. Well, long time no see, Georgia. What do you want, Pearlie? Me? <laughs> A headline. Your husband wants, too. He wants I should keep an eye on you. What's that? Sure. You didn't think Steve and I were acquainted, did you? Yeah, from way back. Just met him at a bar. I don't believe you. What do you mean, keep an eye on me? Oh, just in case the creeper... 
You've heard of the character? You're mad. You've always been mad, Pearly Chase. Where is he? Why should he send you? Why should he think the creeper will come here? What are you doing here? Oh, you're playing along crazy. Got a drink? You're drunk now and you're getting right out of here. You're nothing but a no-good rummy. Now you're nothing but a no-good... Die, you finish. When I took the drink, it was to drown you out, and you know it. I'm still a rum pot, Angel, which means I haven't got rid of you yet. Get out. You little two-timing redhead. You're all the same, you redhead. Why, you... You haven't changed, have you? Even a wedding ring can't do that to you. Oh, come on. Don't play the innocent. My business is snooping. I make a living at it. Between drinks... <laughs> Though your new motto's love thy neighbor, huh? Mr. Stone across the hall? Poor dumb Steve. Why, you dirty... <laughs> Sit down, darling. Just play along with me while I play along crazy. Sit down. That's it. It's like we're expecting company. I must be crazy doing this. Why wait here for the creeper? Why not a hundred other streets, a thousand other apartments, a million other dames? Because I'm riding my hunch, that's why. Let's have some music. Don't just sit. Let's have some music. Turn on the radio. Let's dance. That's it. Now let's dance. Give me your arm. Let's dance. Sir, just like old times, huh? Around and around, just like my brain. Why are you trembling? I still love you, you little fool. Come on, ask me why. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, you lovely redhead. I could kill you and you deserve it. With the radio on, you could scream and nobody would hear. I could put my hand on your throat like this, see? And I could strangle you. Early, don't! Why are you... Why are you crying? Stop it! I'm here to protect you. Stop crying! Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it! I can't stand it! I never could! Okay, okay, you want me to leave? You want me to leave? All right, I will. It's your funeral. What am I saving you for anyway? Where's my hat? In a few minutes, there'll be a knock or a ring or the door will just open, see? And you'll be lying in a pool of blood just like the other three. Goodbye, my worthless. Give my regards to the creature. That look in his eyes. Like a madman's. What if he comes back? He wants to kill me. He wants to kill me. Someone wants to kill me. Like the other three. Pool of blood. Like the other three. Like the other three. Any minute now. I'll be in love. Hooray. This is Jeffrey Barnes again. In just a moment, we'll bring you Act Three of The Creeper. 
change right away. My lock. My door lock. Yes, this is Mrs. Grant. Yes, I do want it, of course. Anyone can get in here. Anyone. They want to murder me, but I don't know who. It's the creeper. You'll come? Right away? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But hurry, please. Hurry, I'll go out of my mind. Oh, 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 oh thank the Lord. If he doesn't come in time. Like the other three. A pool of blood. Any minute now. It'll be a knock. Ring. <gasps> Who's there? It's me, dear, Mrs. Stone. Oh. What do you want? Why, I've been worried about you. Are you ill? No. No, I'm all right, Mrs. Stone. I'm feeling fine. Open up, dear. Don't you want me to keep you company? No. No, thank you. I was just... Stop it! Oh, let me in, silly. No, no, no. Go away. I'm going to sleep. Go away. You hear me? Go away. Hello. It's so good to hear your voice. Where are you? At headquarters. Coming right home. Sweetheart, is anything wrong? You sound... Oh, not now. Not when I need you, Steve. I don't know what came over me all day. I've been imagining things. Really, my nerves. Forgive me for this morning, darling. I wasn't myself. My job had me down, but now everything's... Oh, of course. Forgive me, Steve. I've been bad, bad, wicked. Oh, if you know what I've gone through today. The most dreadful state. And then that... Steve... Did you send someone here today? Early chase. And you did. To keep you company. Isn't he still with you? I know. I, I just got rid of him. I wish you hadn't. He's an all right guy. Smart reporter. Lives in the neighborhood, too. Honey, I know it sounds cockeyed. I mean, Early's theory, but I was a bit worried when I got to thinking, so... Listen, Georgie. Don't let anyone in the house till I get home. Oh, I won't see you. Not anyone, you hear? Not anyone. What? Oh, oh wait for you. Hello. Oh, wait, Steve. Oh, thank goodness at last. Now I can breathe easy. Just a minute, dear. Hello, Georgia. Georgia, hello. Hello. Georgia. Oh, thank goodness. Please step in. It's the lock on this door I want. Please, just a moment. My husband's on the phone. Steve? What happened? Something else I wanted to... Oh, it's all right. Everything's all right now, Steve. You needn't worry. I just hear you talking to someone. Is that someone at the door? It was no one, Steve. Just Mr. Frank, the locksmith. Oh, what a load the of... locksmith, Georgia, listen. Listen, Georgia, that's what I was going to tell you. What is it? The police are on a new trail. They think maybe a locksmith. Georgia, you're listening. It may be that the creek was a locksmith. <gasps> Get him out, quick. What nice lipstick you use, Mrs. Grant. <laughs> What's the matter? me before I kill more. For heaven's sake. Hello, city desk. Pearly Chase. Now shut up and listen. 
On that creeper story I just gave you, I had this dope. The reward for his capture goes to the elevator boy. He heard Georgia Grant scream and called a cop. The creeper was shot running from the building. Yeah. It's ironical, isn't it? Imagine the locksmith was the killer. The one man Georgia thought would protect you. What an ending to a lovely, lovely redhead. And now this is Jeffrey Barnes bringing down the final curtain on tonight's presentation of The Creeper. Join us again next week when we present a hard-boiled crime story entitled Spanish Blood and written by one of the greatest names in detective fiction, Raymond Chandler. Mr. Chandler is known to all of you as the writer of the recent hit movie, Murder, My Sweet. So don't miss a real hard-hitting, hard-boiled melodrama next week when we present Raymond Chandler's Spanish Blood. The original music for the Mole Mystery Theater is composed and conducted by Alexander Sandler. The Creeper was written by Joseph Ruskoll, and Charlotte Manson was featured in tonight's program. This is Dan Seymour saying good night until next Friday at this same time when the Mystery Theater presents Spanish Blood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that. What a nice mystery thriller here. I love how they left us wondering the whole time who the creeper really was. And the writers, they put forth all these different characters to sort of try to throw us off and to make us wonder, could that be the creeper or could that be the creeper? And even with the really creepy reporter guy, 
they really tried to make us believe that it was him. And then we have that twist. Always got to have a twist, right? They have that twist at the end where we find out that it's the locksmith. Of course, it's the locksmith. That makes total sense. I mean, who else has better access to getting into all these different apartment buildings? Unfortunately, there's not really a happy ending. Georgia does not survive, but they do catch the killer. So at least there is some good that came out of this ending. Charlotte Manson, who played the role of Georgia, was born January 21st of 1917. She was an actress known for The Untouchables of 1959 and The Jackie Gleason Show of 1952. She played Marjorie Claiborne on the CBS radio soap The Romance of Helen Trent. She played Marcel Bertrand on the NBC and CBS radio network soap opera Backstage Wife. And she was one of two actresses to play Rose Kransky on the NBC and CBS radio network soap opera The Guiding Light of 1937 to 1956. She played Patsy Bowen on Nick Carter, Master Detective, for Mutual Radio. And she was a regular performer on radio programs including MGM Screen Test of 1942, American Women for CBS of 1943 to 1944, The Joe DiMaggio Show for CBS of 1949 to 1950, and X-1 for NBC of 1955 to 1958. She passed away December 15, 1996, at the age of 79. All right, everybody, that is going to do it for today. Let me know what you thought about The Creeper. Send comments to otrmsh at gmail.com. Be sure to go by and like and follow the Facebook page. I'd really appreciate it. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.